What up, everybody? Welcome to the About That Wallet Show live show. Man, this is going to be the last live show for 2023 because we got to get ready for 2024. And the way how we're going to do that is by making sure that we get the books that we need that's going to take us a little further. I know this book has been around for a little while, but hey, if you want the best knowledge, you got to get it through a book. So let's go ahead on and take this intro right quick. I try to play it around to see what it goes. What up, what up, what up? So one of the quick tips that I want to give today is that, man, life is short. I can tell you that right now. Um, we do not know what's going to happen. We do not know where things are going to go, but we do know that we got to make some choices. And when it comes to making those choices, you got to make the right choice. And I know we were talking about the black choice by Dennis Crimbo. I got to love this guy. Uh, but the reason why I want to bring him up is because he's been talking a lot about making sure that, you know, everybody has what they need when they need it, and why they need it. Now, one of the things about getting the things that you need done is that you need to make sure this is what you want to do. A lot of people have been asking me, hey, Anthony, what do I do with my money that I got laying around? I'm like, it really depends on what you want to do. Do you want to take this money to uh, help you buy a house? Do you want to take this money to help you invest? Like, what do you want to do with this money? Do you want to buy a home for your grandmother? Do you want to buy a home for your mom? These are things that you need to start thinking about. So this is a quick tip for today is that if you have a lot of money laying around, as a suggestion, remember this is for educational purposes only. So don't beat me up. All right. The number one thing that uh, I would, I would say either look into because you got to make your own educated decision is to look inside a high yield savings account. I did a full episode on it. And as most of the time you'll hear from other financial advisors or financial coaches, they'll call it the HYSA. And the HYSA is a high yield savings account, which is usually about four to sometimes even a hundred percent difference when it comes to the interest rates that you're going to get from day to day. So that's what we got there. All right, let me say it in my little quick tip. So that's a quick tip for the day. All right, so now we got to talk about what the heck is in the news. All right, so a lot of you're going to see a lot of people start talking about it. Let's see what they got. All right, so one of the things that a lot of people are talking about is let me see if I can pull this up, get that to the side, get my shared screen so you guys can see this. I had this all laid out like earlier today, and I'm like, where's my stuff? All right, um, put that, gotta share my screen. Sorry, you guys, but this life happens when it's real time, so bear with me here. And one of the things is that this is coming from Canada. This is one of the things that's in the news is that, you know, they are saying Canada is considering a guaranteed universal basic income program. 
Here's what that means. And this is coming from thestar.com, which is the Toronto Star. Uh, Canada is taking the baby steps towards a basic income program meant broadly address prop me like to broadly address poverty. Now I'm not sure if um, universal income will really help, but let's continue to see what they're talking about. So they say, well, what is universal universal basic income? Universal basic income is what it sounds like a payment from the government that everyone will receive no matter an individual's income or need. Most modern concepts of the UBI don't confirm, I mean, don't conform to its literal meaning anymore. Michael Mendelssohn, Mendelssohn, I'm not sure how they pronounce these names, um, said that a fellow, like a fellow with the poverty policy think tank Maytree told the star. Nowadays, the UBI has come to mean any kind of basic income plan, which usually takes the universal form or guaranteed income plan that scales depending on a person's need. So that's really interesting that they want to bring that up because when it comes to dealing with that UBI, not everybody's going to gonna make that change. And this is one of the things that I wanted to talk about, which is like, Buying back your time. Now, when it comes to the government, they like, hey, we can go down the slide these people some money right quick. But what does that look like on the end? And Canada is really pushing for this. So I really think you guys would take a look into that. So that's one of the things that's in the news. Secondly, that's in the news is um, China. Uh, is shutting down. It's slowly shutting down because of sickness. Uh, and that's one of the things that's really interesting right now. Um, let me see if I could try to find some video footage. Because they said it's like another COVID-like scare. And this is crazy. So let me see if I can share this tab. And if you guys are watching this on Instagram right now, I actually am presenting something on YouTube. So let me know if you guys can hear it because I am trying. China has seen a surge in respiratory illnesses, sparking the World Health Organization or WHO to ask for disease data. Scientists with WHO say they do not detect any unusual or novel diseases circulating in China. That country is entering its first full winter seasons. China has seen a surge in respiratory illnesses, sparking the World Health Organization or WHO to ask for disease data. Scientists with WHO say they do not detect any unusual or novel diseases circulating in China. That country is entering its first full winter season since it lifted strict COVID-19 restrictions in December of 2022. Many of the cases are rising among children in China, but the UN Health Agency says the pathogens causing those outbreaks are not new. Chinese surveillance and hospital systems report that the clinical manifestations are caused by known pathogens in circulation. Microplasma 
pneumonia is a common respiratory pathogen and a common cause of pediatric pneumonia and is readily treated with antibiotics. Both the SARS and COVID-19 pandemics began with undiagnosed clusters of unusual types of pneumonia. China and the World Health Organization have both faced questions about the transparency of reporting on the earliest COVID-19 cases that emerged in the city of Wuhan in late 2019. So with that being said, you know, this is something that you have to pay attention to inside the news, because even though they were talking about it from the COVID perspective, this is something that we have to also think about going forward. Now, as we are here right now, I want you to start thinking about, all right, what is it? Um, that's really gonna help us be better in our finances and so forth. Because I wanna start getting into the, the main topic for today, which is some ways to buy back your time, all right? Buying back your time, what does that really mean? The number one thing is, is that you're pretty much taking something that you're dealing with right now and offsetting it to someone else. This is a capitalist society. This is how we move things around here. You just happen to live in this particular society. If you're here in the U.S., you know that everything costs money. You can sit around and think that, oh, it's okay that I don't do anything. It's okay um, that I don't, I don't need this help. I can do it on my own. I can pump my own gas. I can go ahead on and cut my own grass. I can, you know, wash my windows. I can paint my own walls. These are the things that I want you to start thinking about. How are you able to buy back your time? Think about your daily routine. What is it in your routine that you wish that you could actually offset? One of the things that people do, it depends on their environment. For example, if you live in a city, you offset your transportation. You actually let somebody else drive when you use public transportation. When you utilize public transportation, that means that the driver's doing it. You pay them the price to drive you around. That's the fee. Another way, which I just came across this from an audio book, um, where they were saying is that you can go ahead on and pay for a doctor visit. Now, most of the time, some insurances don't cover this. But if you come out of pocket for about $2,000, you can go ahead on and have a medical doctor to be your primary care physician and service you in your home for about $2,000 a year. Now, is that really maximizing your time? I would say yes, because one, you don't have to wait about the waiting room, you're getting ultimate um, access to somebody who was able to provide you with one-on-one -on -one care. Three, you have somebody that is dedicated to you, or you don't have to worry about the travel costs because you're not traveling to that doctor. That doctor's coming to you, which means that you have now the opportunity to maximize your time. This is buying back your time. Now, 
you might think about it. Well, $2,000, I'm already paying insurance. Why should I pay an extra $2,000? Well, think about it when you go to um, the amusement park. The amusement park will actually double their price so that you can actually get inside those fast lanes. But you already paid your ticket, right? You already paid for your admission. Why pay the extra money to cut the line from everybody else? These are the things that I want you to start thinking about. When you're buying back your time, you're setting yourself apart from the rest. And not to say that the rich are doing it on their own. It's just that these companies, most companies, are providing more accessible services if you pay the premium uh, price. Now, paying that premium price could also mean adding in that new value. So make sure that when you're out here looking to outsource things, what do you, is this, does this go against your values or with your values? Because some people will be like, hmm, you know, because they always saying like the rich keep getting richer and the poor keeps getting poor. It's not really so much the rich getting rich and the poor getting poor. It's just that the richers actually have accesses and the finances to actually take themselves to that, uh, to streamline that process. Now, what I want you to do is this is coming from the book, Thinking Grow Rich, A Black Choice. Okay. Now, if you have this book by Dennis Kimbrough, I'm on page 155, where it says, do you persist? And going down to a third of the page, he says, do you persist? Here are a number of questions that will allow you to measure yourself against this all important element. Answer these questions openly and honestly in order to uncover those areas in your life where you may lack persistence. Number one, reflecting on my life, can I cite specific cases where I have achieved something of note simply because I persist? Number two, do I persist in my occupation or line of work? Number three, do I persist in the area of personal development? Number four, do I confront my obstacles or shrink from them? Now, if you, well, he continues on and says, if you have within your ability to persist, you possess a priceless treasure. Consider for a moment these words written by Calvin Collage more than 60 years ago. They are just penetrating today. Nothing in now, this is a quote from Calvin. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unregarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated <laughs> derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent, omnipotent. So what I'm saying is that what you really need to do is just think about being persistent. Now, being persistent 
and being um, and perseverance are two different things. Because when it comes to persistence, you're sitting there doing the same thing over and over again. And you already know the outcome. But when it comes to perseverance, you don't know the outcome, but you're going to continue to do it anyway. And that's one of the things that I want you to start thinking about is are you when you go to buy back your time, are you being are you doing this out of perseverance or out of persistence? Because this is something that you are doing over and over again that you can now outsource because you already know the outcome. That is the easiest way and more than likely the most business and strategic way to move in this society is to make sure that you are being persistent in making sure that you have the right things in place and the right outcomes that you want. Because if you already been doing it for so long, there is no need for you to continue on and seeing everything like this. Okay. Go ahead on. And I want you to take a moment and think about it. Think about the things that you are persistent with and that you're tired of doing and learn to outsource it. Now, outsourcing it is not like you're better than anybody. It's just that you just don't have the time anymore. Other things are getting in the way from where you want to be. In order to make that happen, you have to make sure that you take the time to recognize that this is a burden. Go ahead on and exercise your right in a capitalist society to offset and buy back your time. So we all know the different hierarchies of time, correct? If you don't, let me just walk you through that right quick. Though stage one of making money, which is that you're going to work to make the money. That's it. You're trading your time for money. You're going to work, you're getting the money. Step two, you start thinking about it. Okay, I got a little chunk of change. I'm going to work still. I put some money to the side. Now I'm making some money. Okay, so now that money is being invested and it starts making its own money. That's level two. Level three, you start thinking, okay, I'm only working. I got a book. Okay, so the book, The Four Hour Work Week, I always like to do show and tell. So, in case you guys are not familiar with this book, take a look at it. Okay, this is The Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. And with this book, that is where you at stage three. Stage three of making money is where you're working a minimal amount of time and maximizing your profits. Okay. Now, when you start getting to level four of making money, you've done it once. And now you're making your residuals. That's all you have to do. You just got to check your bank account from time to time. This is the way that everybody wants to get to. Making money while you sleep, but also making an impact to the world. Now, what... I've demonstrated to you and I was talking to you about is that the amount of energy it takes to get to these different levels. Now to get to these different levels, you have to buy back your time. 
you have to figure out a way in order for you to get to tier four, if that's where you want to go, then you need to figure out what things that you can cut off. Okay. You got to run around, do house chores and everything like that. You can go ahead on and get a home manager. There are actually companies out there that will go ahead on and take care of your day-to-day living. They will go ahead on and manage your vehicle, fill it up, wash the car, um, make sure that, you know, if you got a grass cutter, somebody can come and take care of the grass. They managing like, okay, groceries need to be done. They'll go ahead on and take care of all of that. Make sure you're fed and clean and everything like that for you. Now, if you do this for your family, that's a whole nother different thing. But when you hire a home manager, they are there for you because you pay for them. Okay. Now, because they pay for you, I mean, because you pay for them to actually offset your life so that you can actually buy back your time for the rest of the day. I want you to start thinking about, all right, now that I got this free time and I have this money to pay off somebody else, what do I do? Now, that is going to be a question based on where you want to go in life. Again, this is going to be a habit. You have to figure out what are those habits that are actually going to take you to that next level. Okay. And I'm guiding you here a little bit on your thought process. Now with your thought process, you got to feel as though this is what life is going to be. All right. So I shared the story, talked about the books that I highly recommend. The fun begins, which is I need you to start thinking about what ways that you actually buy back your time. Now, me personally, I outsource outsource and buy back your time. is pretty much the same thing. Businesses do it all the time. They hire an employee. That's the reason why you get paid in the first place. Like if you get paid $20 an hour, obviously you're worth more to the company than $20 an hour, because if not, then the business wouldn't make money. So that means that every time you go in, to pay your, to- they paying you $20 an hour. You got to produce at least 10 times that. So $200 an hour is pretty much what, uh, on average is what the, uh, company is getting. I will say, depending on some businesses, it might be even three times. They might be a little generous with the money that they're getting, uh, for you as an employee, uh, to actually be there. So now that we understand how our time and money is actually transferred. Now we can start thinking about how can we start doing that for ourselves internally? So it's already done that way. We can start paying somebody else off and everything like that. We got it. Like I said, I outsource my cutting the grass. I, out, I outsource um, my podcast show notes by using cap show tools or they call it in the tech world, or even in business world, it's called software as a service or SaaS, S-A-A-S, for those of you who are not familiar. Think about it like your email client. Your email client is just software as a service because it's collecting your email, you log into your email and get it. Your post office is pretty much a, I won't say it's a, I guess you could say it's almost like an infrastructure as a service or a company as a service mail as a service. I don't know. Um, but when you look at it that way, 
this is the way how you can actually start buying back your time. You got to get down the lingo. So from a business perspective, you are the source, the service to the business. You are allowing the CEO or the manager or the team lead the ability to start thinking forward and allow that person to buy back their time so that they can start thinking on different things. This is what you need to do. This is how you're supposed to operate. This is the way how the world works. Now, for those of you who like to be hands-on, that's great. You can be hands-on. The world will find you. You will be that person that everybody call on. However, there are things in your life that you would like to go ahead on and offset so that you can continue on to do the work that you love and outsource the rest. So say if you are that person that actually cuts the grass or you're a lawn, not really a grass cutter, I'll call you a lawn care person and you manages other people's lawns, stuff like that. But when you get home, you're tired and you want somebody to cook you some food or something like that. You go to any fast food restaurant, maybe Wendy's, um, Carl's Jr. or I don't know, Five Guys just to go ahead on and make your food right quick. That's food as a service. You know what I'm saying? That's F-A-A-S. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to start thinking about it that way. It's a little easier when you start thinking about how life is when you start outsourcing outsourcing things and start looking at it from a business perspective. Let's start normalizing the business terminology in your life because the businesses do it. So why can't you do it for yourself? You are a business. So let's go ahead on and make sure that happens. Okay. Now, for those of you who are just joining, I just want to say thank you. It's been a fun time. For those of you who are listening to the audio side of the house, hopefully you guys are having a good time with this. And what I want to do is, um, I think this should be a good time to start having a moment of clarity of, again, what is it that you want in your life? What is it that you need to do to buy back your time? This is very important. You might need some more money. If you need some money, um, I can help you learn how to make some money. But that's what we're going to do. How about we make that into the next segment? For those of you who are joining me on Instagram, I do apologize. I'm cutting you guys off uh, because we're about to start doing some more show and tell. If you guys are on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, the ones that guys I'm streaming to, I'm about to go ahead on and start talking about some AI tools so that you can go ahead on and start using AI tools to buy back your time. All right, just give me a moment here as I take my small break.
All right, all right, all right. So hopefully y'all enjoyed that music. I was actually having fun with that one uh, when I made that. So let me close out of G, everything like that. If you guys uh, have any questions, you can always give me a call at the phone number that's below, which is 833-699-2558. If you have any questions, go on and give us a call. But in the meantime, let's go ahead on and start looking at some AI tools for today. So let's see what tool that I want to look at. Because a lot of people ask me about budgeting. I like budgets, but but when it comes to budgeting, see if a chat GPT is up. So let's wait. If not, we're gonna wake it up. Chat GPT and let's see. Okay, if you guys haven't used Chat GPT yet, um, not to say that you're behind the curve, but uh, think about behind the curve. Let me oh, it snaps. I get the sound right. All right. Hey, Chat. Call him this, call him uh, chat GPT. Can I call you Chad? Sure, you can call me Chad if you like. How can I assist you today? All right, so what are we gonna ask chat GPT today? Uh, let's see, let's see. Since we got everybody here today, um, let's say, can you say hi to all my YouTube uh, viewers? They are excited to meet you. All right, so he says, hello, YouTube viewers, greetings from Chad. <laughs> I like that. I'm here and ready to chat. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to explore, feel free to let me know. Happy to be part of the online experience. So if you guys, like I said, I'm talking to Chat GPT. It's being really helpful today. Like I said, I named him Chad. So uh, let's say question. Um, what can you do a 30-day um money ooh oh yeah 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 i'm gonna do this one since we're talking about buying back your time um how can someone um or uh, yeah yeah let's see can you create a budget to buy back your time or, um, let's see, is buying back your time. Okay, so I asked the question, what is buying back your time? Because that's the topic for today, right? Oh my gosh, you put all this stuff. All right, buying back your time returns to the concept of reallocating resources, typically money, to reclaim or free up your time. It involves outsourcing or delegating tasks that you find time consuming or less valuable. 
allowing you to focus on more meaningful and productive tasks. Hey, that's what we were just talking about, right? So while we have that, what else we got here? For example, instead of spending hours on household chores, you might hire someone to clean your house, give them, give you more time to uh, for work, hobbies, or leisure. Similar in business context, a person might delegate certain tasks to employees to use technology to automate rep, uh, automate repetitive tasks and processes, thereby freeing up. Uh, let's see, time for strategic or creative endeavors. Hey, just what I do for this podcast, right? Like I said, I use it for editing my, not editing, but to actually give me show notes and show ideas. Like this is what I use ChatGPT for to kind of really help out a lot. Um, if it looks like I'm off to the side, it's because I'm actually, let me see if I can rotate my screen. So it will look like I'm looking at the screen on thing. There we go. So it looks like I'm reading it. All right. You see that, like how I got the screen and everything like that. So it looks like I'm actually pointing to the laptop. It's a lot of work. You guys like a lot of stuff goes on the back end scenes. Obviously, the first half of the show already recorded, so I'm actually chopped that up. I'm gonna put that as part of the part of the episode. Um, but let's continue on. So he says the idea is to recognize the value uh, of your time and use your resources to minimize time spent on low priority tasks, enabling you to invest your time in activities aligned with the goals. Cool. The audience love that. Okay, glad to hear that. If there's anything else your audience is curious about or uh, if there are more questions, feel free to let me know. I'm here to help and chat about a wide range of topics. So if you guys got topics, we can go ahead on and talk to chat GPT right now because like I said, I'm talking about outsourcing. Well, the topic for today is... um, Outsourcing, if I can spell outsourcing and buying back your time. Uh, what habits? What? Okay. So, oh man, I should have limited this thing. This thing gave me like. 10. All right. Chad, since I gave it a nickname of Chad, I'm not sure if you guys saw that when I was able to nickname it. It's pretty cool. All right. So since it's about habits, the show is about habits. We talk about habits. So what we're going to talk about. So they saying is um, prioritization, which is identify tasks that you can do and those that can be delegated outsourcing prioritizing tasks based on their importance and your skill set. Now, this goes back and forth when I was saying, I was like, hey, you can be independent if you want to go out there and start selling. Uh, Say if you cut your own grass or whatever, that's fine. You can do that. However, you know, is it really a priority for you to outsource that? You know what I'm saying? Why would you outsource something that you love to do? You know, kind of weigh your options there. Um, Time tracking. Keep Track of how much time you spend. Huh. You know, Tim Ferriss talks about that in the four hour work week. 
which is like how much time you're actually spending, get like a, a time log or something like that. That actually might be a nice low entry book to have as your, your time tracker. Um, this, uh, this awareness can help you identify areas where you can make more efficient use of your time and delegate tasks. Now, if you are actually planning to move into a leadership role or the management role, this is a very key component. Okay. If this is something that you look into or leadership is something you're looking into, this is a key, key thing to do. Now delegate wisely. I know it seems like prioritization, time tracking and delegating are they all mean different things, but they are very similar in a sense because he's saying delegate wisely, which means delegate tasks that someone else can do well or better than you. This may include household chores, administrative work or routine tasks in a professional setting. Now, keep this in mind when we're talking about delegating wisely, it's not really delegating. Uh, how can I put it when you go to outsource something? It's best to take that person's 80% of what you actually want because nobody's going to get it 100% the way you like it. I won't say nobody, it's very few people that will actually get it there. But that 80% is 100% time back to you. Okay. Because you're outsourced it, it's 100% time back to you. Somebody else is doing it. Let them deal with it. Give them the autonomy. Give them the boundaries on how you want things to look. Okay. And. That's all it takes. Now I need to get my screen back in order. That's what happened. All right. So he's talking about automation. So use the technology to automate repetitive tasks. That is something that we all kind of do right now. You know, saying so we do that. Outsourcing, considering outsourcing tasks are time consuming, but not necessarily requiring your skills, your unique skills. This could be hiring a virtual assistant, a house cleaner, or a freelancer for specific projects. Now, perfect example uh, for my logo for the podcast. I tried my best on my, what I thought I had a cool skill. I'm not that great in the, the visual art scenery. I did what I could and I had to outsource it, let somebody else deal with it. They were amazing with it. So I was like, cool, thank you. Um, and that's something I was able to outsource. So it's just a unique skill that I just didn't have, but they had a skill for it. Okay. Learn to say no. This one is important. I did not even think about this. So avoid taking too many com uh, commitments, um, and learn to say no to tasks or projects that do not align with your priorities. Now, the cool thing about this, since we actually talking about chat GPT right now, is that if you go to your own chat GPT, that's going to give you something different. So everybody has their own feel and flavor and stuff like that. But I think mine is talk about this a lot. Continuous learning. Now, I did not think about this, about buying past your time, but staying up to dates on tools and technology can help you improve efficiency. Goes back to what I said earlier, which is that if you're not using chat GPT or some type of AI tool, I think you're really missing out because having this tool right here is allowing me to free up my time, not using it as a copy and paste, but as an idea, thought provoking tool. This is what it's there for. And if you use it appropriately, you know, that is what it's for. 
Now you can use it as a copy and paste tool if you want to. It can help you out in so many ways. But you need to be, say, on um, the cutting edge on what's out there, especially when it comes to streamlining your processes and outsourcing. Okay. Obviously, set boundaries, establish clear boundaries between your work and personal life. You know, outsourcing does help that because buying back your time, you don't have to worry about cutting, you know, your personal time with your family or even to yourself. If you just need time to breathe, you need that. And regularly review. So periodically review your tasks and commitments. Are there new opportunities to outsource or automate? Regularly assessing your workload can help you refine your time management strategies. So remember this is, uh, you know, Chad continues to say, remember that the goal is not just to be busy, but to be productive and fulfilled. By adopting these habits, individuals can create and we can create a more balanced and efficient lifestyle, buying back time for activities that truly matter to them. All right. So, you heard it from chat GPT right up front. Like, Hey, this is something that, um, you have to actually take advantage of. This is something that you need, not really need, but this is something that you need to take a look into. All right. So by taking a look into that, we can move on to so many different things. So, so all right. Okay, so we're coming up on the back end of the show. Again, the book that I highly recommend for today is Think and Grow Rich, A Black's Choice. Let me change my screen back around so you can read this properly. There we go. Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. It's book one. Book number two is The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Highly recommend these two books if you're actually going out there to start learning about outsourcing. Breaking stuff already. All right, everybody. Y'all be safe. This is a short one. Hey, you know what it is. All right, you guys. Y'all be safe. I'm out. Peace.